Welcome to the only podcast that shares the astronomical and mathematical positions of the heavenly bodies. This is Sky Astrology. No, not astrology. This is Sky Astrology via astronomy. Hello, it's AKA Cloudette, and I'm coming to you on the last day of April the 30th in the year of 2021. How are you doing on this Friday, the last day of the Gregorian week, you could say, or the work week before the 1st of May, which is about a free day of work. All this information about work is prompting me to share more about our intuition our spiritual purpose because words are magic spells that you can cast upon yourself (laughs) and why not when there are so many words being cast upon you that's how it is And we are now, or some of us before, knew about this very thing. But more and more people are waking up to it, seeing the lifelong effects it has had on us. And therefore are now having a better understanding of how to use language, how to talk to themselves. And I want to make this in aligned with the language that I use with Skystrology. I know it's very simple. My vocabulary really fails me sometimes. At the same time, I don't like to infer anything. So I like using simple words because it has a better intent and it doesn't persuade or infer anything. I hope that is detrimental and leaving enough space for you to comprehend and to take what resonates and leave what doesn't. At the time of 1616 today, GMT time, that's 816 AM PST time, we will have the moon moving and aligned to the galactic center in Sagittarius. And that's why I'm giving you the time so that you can be aware of this. But also what's extremely important, I believe, is that Mars is opposite that position. Oppositions are very powerful. And Mars is at three degrees of Gemini. And this is a part of the sky where we call the anti-galactic center. So the moon is aligned at the galactic center and Mars is in the anti-galactic center. 
these are points at this time that are newly um, energized because Mars is at the beginning of Gemini and the moon is at the beginning of Sagittarius. We, I am actually speaking this or taping this podcast when there's a zero degree of Sagittarius. And not only is there a zero degree of Sagittarius at the time of 12.02 GMT time, there is also a Jupiter zero degree and a Neptune zero degree. And Jupiter is coming to an end soon. So I suggest you are using this Jupiterian energy, this very uh, abundant energy to really expand your ideas and your perceptions of humanity and dreams, really ideas, dreams, things that you dream of and also messages in the dreams if you've been having um, dreams that you can remember like I have. Even in my, this is a good time maybe to even think of some little process where you wake up and you record your dreams. I haven't done that. I've done it a bit, but I've made sure that I am mindful of the dreams more than other times because I feel that there is abundance of information coming through at this time. So if it's your voice recorder or a piece of paper or notebook next to your bed and that you don't jump out of bed, that you really, you can go to sleep thinking like lucid dreaming, I want to remember my dream, I want to remember my dream. Where are you going to take me? Where am I going to be? My body is still and where is my mind expanding to? What alternate reality or what symbols, what movie minds have been like movies and alternate universes so I um, want to share that with you now this is I find for me a very interesting moment because the positions of a lot of the heavenly bodies have been here either for a long time or will stay here when they go retrograde or or at the beginning of an energy. Okay, so when I talk about that, I'm talking about Pluto. It's still at 30 degrees of Sagittarius. It is standing still, 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 still. <laughs> but it will be going straight in a couple of days, to be honest. So uh, I think that is quite impactful. Then we have Saturn at 13 degrees Capricornius because it is interacting with Aquarius energies. We have Jupiter, as I said, at zero degrees of Aquarius. We have Neptune, thank you, Neptune, at zero degrees of Pisces. And it's going to be there for a lot longer than Jupiter is going to be it is still there so we are in the times of two zero degrees and sometimes three and sometimes four <laughs> well, i tell you about those times <laughs> for sure 
and we have Chiron at 18 degrees and what I was talking about before today we have the Sun aligning with Uranus at 11 degrees of Cetus Aries and with the stars of Cetus very bright star one called the Menkar it is it has been aligned with Uranus all this time more or less even if it was at 10 degrees or 9 degrees Uranus moves very slow and Uranus is you know kind of unexpected kind of wild and crazy energy to be honest anything goes and I feel it's kind of been a little bit of that time right pushing the boundaries and it's connected to Aquarius so I'm curious to see if anything what this weekend brings but it is a good time to investigate and show a little attention shining a light on that part of your life if you have a sky astrology sky looking to see which house that's in looking to see if it is making any contact with anything in your sky then of course like i said we have uranus at 11 degrees it's also a master number venus is leaving this space venus is at 20 degrees of Cetus Aries when I like to double check in our sky as well because it's all not mathematical Venus has cleared I kind of feel that Venus has cleared Cetus to be honest so these are the days where Venus and Mercury are exclusively aligning with the Aries star and slowly to be honest Venus is starting to align with the Taurus star Venus is coming home oh and that's quite nice because we got a Venus zero degrees soon so slowly soon not yet but Mercury is aligning with Aries and Taurus at the moment on this day okay so I believe in the calendar I do know that I'm always kind of re-examining because it depends on the perspective and it depends on which way you're looking at which is perspective right so that's why we want to be aware of that cool then we have the Venus at mathematically 20 degrees of Aries without Cetus and Mercury at 24 degrees of Aries which is where it also enter slowly interact with Taurus energy so we are coming away from a little period of time where since the well before the full sun moon full moon known recognizable in case you don't know where we had the moon was traveling through 
Virgo and was like needing to ground, pulling, because that was what we had. And I, you know, having a lot of discussions with our dear Teresa, uh, a lot of connections with our dear Water Priestess, a lot of connections with Joseph Moon and with Cha Cha, all um, beautiful, active members of our Sky Astrology community. And, of course, with the co-creator, Elizabeth. And I think that what we can all say is that we are part of this projection of what the moon is. And we are being reflected what the moon is. And where we are in our consciousness is our understanding of what the moon is or isn't. And so I love this transition people pulled back from the moon because it's so important to have discernment and to be objective and to question everything and to collect thoughts and information so that you can make an informed awareness for yourself doesn't even have to be a decision just to be aware because there you get more information now we have the north node is still at 17 degrees of Taurus and as I mentioned before Mars is at 3 degrees of Gemini and the south node is at 3 degrees of a focus so when are dear Venus and Mercury and the Sun, but first Mercury and Venus. Well, Mercury will be there tomorrow. Uh, let's get it. Actually, later today. During our do I'm not gonna say. I was gonna be surprised. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. So we are in for a little bit of a shift. Or. We're not in for a little bit of shift. You know what it is? We can shift when we know. Ha, ha, ha. When we know. If you don't know the true positions of the heavenly bodies, how you gonna align and use these energies? How you gonna use these energies? Because... I feel that we are growing. We are able to use the same energies that help flowers grow. To grow our awareness, our connection to the light, our connection to our sun, to the life giver. And if time is an illusion or this world is an illusion... One thing that is not an illusion, my dears, is the light. The light showing up every single day. And I want to take this time because I'm making this a public podcast because I feel like it. (laughs) Um, I'm not sure. Am I going to feel like it? Yeah. Just for a little bit. Because it's the end of the month. Right? 
um, that I ask people what do they think of when I say Virgo. And it was quite interesting what people thought. Purity, cleanness, um, all kinds of things that were quite, I would say, what do you say, right brain, left brained And because of what a lot of the inferring, the, the vocabulary used in Western astrology, to be honest. So what I want to leave you with is the true understanding of Virgo can be be understood by acknowledging where it is and what impact it has by its details. The details are that it's I think it's the second largest constellation in the sky. That the sun is aligned with the stars of Virgo for 44 days. That at the spring equinox, our sun is opposing the stars at the head of Virgo. And that this middle part of Virgo is known as the womb and there's biblical observations that use certain scriptures to interpret that the um, information given was about you know the Virgin Mary or um was sitting in the womb and that, you know, using, there was a virgin and that Jupiter came. So using these kind of like mythologies, but not the Greek mythologies, but really trying to make sense of what our interpretation is of what happened during these religious times, that perhaps they were another expression of what was actually happening in the sky. And I find that quite interesting, especially with knowing that what basic information that I receive from the Virgo is that it is about having time to develop and nurture and grow and harvest as that star Spitka is the brightest, one of the brightest stars. It's the brightest star in Virgo, but one of the brightest stars in the sky. And that's where the virgin hand has the harvest, the wheat harvest there. But it's not quite in the middle, but it's, it's not at the beginning. And when I suggest how to use Virgo energy in Sky Astrology, I always talk about the process, talk about the cause and effect, talk about where you start and where you want to finish. And it is about planting 
and taking care and knowing the right times to do the things in alignment and the time timing of the available energies that are created by the stars by the stars of Virgo by our sun aligning with these stars especially in the spring equinox because when spring that spring equinox is showing is that it's at the celestial equator it's in the middle of the milky way it's in the middle of the rainbow it's the seed the root of the womb of the cosmic mother because the galactic center and the anti-galactic center are like the two edges of the rainbow or the milky way and in the middle is where we find the Cetus and the Virgo because they are opposite each other. And so they are bringing together these two energies that are galactic, that are about our cosmic true powerful evolving energies as star stuff and I was saying that Carl Sagan said we were star stuff maybe we're not even only star dust because the star dust the dust is the matter is the physical is the earth body but perhaps the star stuff is our light our light and our ability to shine and when we don't shine when we don't aspire and use our light to shine a light on others to support humanity and to support in a positive way to to shine a light uh, to give light in the dark then we are not able to get that reflection from that reflector in the sky we call the moon and to be honest I do take a worldwide view to happiness and I don't see I can't be happy if there are people who are for reasons that I feel aren't necessary are not for surviving when there are still clearly children vulnerable in difficult situations and we all know what they are we are not free and I say that from the bottom of my heart. The children, that's us. Those are our children, everybody's children. Children of this Mother Earth. And when we know there is malice 
attacking them, actively attacking them, then I can't truly smile and feel like I'm on top of the world because I know that somebody is suffering. So I don't want to take away anyone's joy. I want to make it richer by asking you to not forget. Never forget. First, and speak out when you can. And keep a perspective about how you can be a part of the solution. Even if it's just a retweet or hash. We can easily forget there's a lot of noise. There's a lot of distraction in this world. But we spent 2020 seeing clearly. We spent 2020 discovering the way bill. We spent 2020 seeing the reality of what people, so-called people, were doing to children. We have evidence of children being trafficked. And it's not okay that others are still being trafficked. It's not, it's okay that we're finding a lot, but it's not okay that we haven't found all of them and that we haven't had the clear answer about who is actually doing it and how is it going to stop. And I have to say this because it just came to me to say it. It's a zero degree and it's important, I know. And if I feel this womb space, I feel the intuition, a mother's intuition. And I will post that for this podcast, what it really where it really comes from. It comes from the womb space. It comes from our natural purpose as women carriers of life. And if I trigger someone, I'm not sorry because that's also my responsibility to speak my truth and my truth is that If you're born with a womb to carry children, and you do, you are a woman. And you have birth and a child that is not just a child, but it is a part of you. Anything that grows inside of you, like if you have a growth and they take it out, they don't say it's somebody else's growth, somebody else's cancer, they say it's yours. I just wanted to take that extreme perspective. But that is why I feel so strongly about taking responsibility to use my words so that today there's another layer on your awareness.
take it or leave it. Thank you all for being on this journey with us. Thank you again, our dear Elizabeth, the water priestess, Joseph Monroe now, cha-cha, <laughs> Emily, who is who was at the talk, she's not in the group, and thank you for uh, the new calendar holders if you have any questions don't hesitate to ask how to download the calendar and have a fantastic last day of this Gregorian month and a beautiful first of May here we are already the fifth month of the Gregorian calendar but we are definitely being accompanied by as much information that is available if we want to tap in to hear it. Thank you, Neptune, for turn, returning home after 164 years. And thank you for Jupiter for being here at this time in Aquarius. Because before you get to the age of Aquarius, we have to leave the age of Cetus, which we are leaving. And... I wanted to also say, and I'm going to play my record, a little bit of it, because one week from today, no, that's a lie, four weeks from today, one month, four weeks exactly, um, the reissue, the relaunching of two songs I wrote about the one I wrote about the reunification of Germany when it happened for October 1989, over 30 years ago. And then I needed a B-side, and because I worked in fashion, used to go to Paris a lot for the shows, I wrote about fashion. And they kind of re um, remix the pass-off song. That's the German song. It's really funny. Uh, and they're going to do a video, I'm not sure. But in any event, I was prompted by that. Because 30 years ago, over 30 years ago, I had a dream. And it wasn't, it was just using words. And I remember, and if you're bored now, because I'm going to go on a tangent, I won't make it long. But I remember what happened was, this is what happened. I, my son was born the year the wall came down. And the first Christmas, so he's born in 89, August 89, right, and when he was four months old, we went, I went home Christmas, the first Christmas in 89, and I went to Detroit, and we used to live across in my grandparents' house, and we used to live across from Barry Gordon of Motown Records, my grandfather did, and we, I lived there for a little bit, anyway, so they were watching BET, which is a black entertainment TV, and I noticed, this is 1989, that there were so many rappers, they were rapping about this, I was like, they rap about everything, rap about this, rap about that, blah, 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 and I found that interesting, as I was sitting there breastfeeding my child, or whatever, and at the same time, everybody was asking me about the Berlin Wall, because I had lived in, I was living still in Berlin, and I was there when the wall fell down, and for Christmas, I brought people pieces of the wall. 
And so they were like, oh, my God, I got a piece of Berlin Wall and blah, 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 blah. And they were like, well, what is it like? And every time I met Posey, what is it like in Berlin? And actually, because I don't like to repeat myself much, I got so kind of exasperated by people asking me. I thought, wouldn't it be nice if I made up a little rap? <laughs> and that's what I thought. I thought, oh, I'm just going to make a little rap and that will explain what happened to the uh, Berlin <laughs> in Berlin and yeah that just kind of took on a life as own oh, I'm just kind of person if I put energy to something and I made this rap then other people came along Albert is a Ghanaian a musician and he took basically my little sing-song voice and put music to it that accompanied it beautifully and I don't know exactly what happened but I had to find a producer then it had to do that then and then after that they had the reunification of Germany I think 1990 and then that was a actual record for it it talked about racism it talked about um its translation is be careful watch out pass off be careful of what this reunification means and I think it's kind of clear now to be honest so yeah they said they needed a b-side so the b-side was um I was I had been writing some stuff anyway I like to write I was writing since I was little poems anyway so I had I thought oh I'm in hats I'm got a hat shop and I was really into designers and stuff so I wrote a song about these designers and that was really a funky tune that BB made kind of like a really um, nice kind of African feel to it which was great and I started making hat parties as well, which I'm thinking to do, maybe to do an online hat party. Anyway, I did hat parties to promote the record. And it became a thing where I did hat parties in different parts. Like I did one in Holland, in Amsterdam, in Paris. And I did a couple in Berlin. And I did do one in London, but it wasn't for the record. It wasn't the record involved. That was recently, not that recently. But anyway, um, I digress. So... Do you want to hear the song just a little bit? And if you're interested, I w would would like to give you. I'm gonna be giving some. Um, gonna be giving some presents away because it's on pre-order on Bandcamp, but you can get it from me because you know me, <laughs> and I can. You can <clears throat> get a hat or something. As well, the main thing is I want to promote it as much because there's only 300 physical copies of this song. And there's it's going to be on iTunes and everywhere else. But yeah, I just want to do something special. I'm kind of excited. It's how, I think it still sounds, uh, yeah, quite interesting of a song, to be honest. <laughs> I'm surprised myself uh, that it is still an interesting um, song. So let me play Fashion Sebong. Fashion 
say la latest attraction and then I'm gonna do a little mix and I'll let you hear also pass off pass off is of course um a remix it's not the old one I had a video of it, but I'll play that later because um I'm just rambling now I don't want to get you to to keeps too long but the good thing is is that I can play this because it's my music and I'm making this a public podcast so I won't get in trouble with authorities you'll see which is, is important but yeah I wanted to share this song with you Not all the song. Say that latest attraction. A liar, fable, say monkwa. A liar, do not type of pie. A liar, fable, say monkwa. So tight, see two second pole. Just ruin my body. Yeah, so I think I went on a off a tangent because the interesting thing about that is that it's 30 years ago and that it is an idea that came a thought. Things start with the thought and then you need energy to do them. So it's air, fire, and I think it's emotion in between it was like actually what is it first would it be what the story I told right people were asking questions curious which was air I felt a bit overwhelmed so I guess that's the water and out of my emotions I took yes that's air water and then the fire I is the action the work that I did to write and it and to get it published and I paid for the production and everything to create a physical product that um yeah can be shared and that went through you know kind of bringing the information of something political that happened 30 years ago and at the time, who would think that here we are, 30 years, living a life similar to what broke up that country, Deutschland, um, in case you do. Yeah, the separation of Germany was because of the World War Two, And... A lot of the laws and the fourth <laughs> industrial revolution, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy, is a, a situation we're in now. So I 
found that quite uh, telling. And funnily enough, there's a German text to this and they haven't included it, but the music's good. This is Pass Off. They got rid of all the text that's political here. intent that I was trying to rap and I sound that sounds like I'm screaming <laughs> you got to anyway I'll do some kind of uh, uh, performance so you can hear the political words of pass off for sure. Or maybe I'll do a little picture and put it in. Anyway, that's uh, enough from me today. I talked too long. It's 40 minutes. Lots of love from me. Looking forward to our special meeting today with my family. And if you're curious, why not join us? It is a calendar that we release every three months. It is like a membership. You sign up for three months, 33 pounds for the three months and you get the calendar and you get two zoom calls a month and the podcasts every day I have taken a couple of days off hands up but not more than a week which is normal anybody gonna have a vacation (laughs) but I'm not gonna disappear for a week okay cheerio thanks for listening